what the fellow said. In Italy, for 30 years under the Borgias, they had warfare, terror, murder, and bloodshed, but they produced Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, and the Renaissance. In Switzerland, they had brotherly love. They had 500 years of democracy and peace, and what did that produce? The cuckoo clock. So long, Holly. And now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. There's no apologies in this room. <laughs> this is a room of no judgment and gardening supplies. <laughs> Buck Perez. You know what? I'm going to put that on my resume. Good with names. <laughs> <Your> special skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Adam Albright Hanna. I do admit there's been a string of uh, incidences over my life where people call me asshole. Welcome back, everybody, to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the left of me is the fantabulously great Buck Perez. Hello, Todd. How are we doing? Doing just fine. And to the right, once again, Adam Albright Hanna. Hello. Pleasure having you on. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. One of the things about doing a podcast is you have to be socially responsible. I can fear sometimes on the show we do we, we do like a little bit of drug talk, and I really don't feel that that's something we should be promoting to people. Um, you know, we talk about a uh, lot, lot of sex talk. Um, you know, there's just some stuff that I don't Which know. Which is something we want to promote to people, the sex talk. Well, we, we're into raising the population, more Why listeners. Not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> when our listeners screw. Spawn them, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, people, listeners for life. Smart, long-term plan. Yeah, that's, that's the way we work here. But I figure every once in a while we have to break things down and we have to give people advice on just living. I mean, we need to improve people's lives. So this is kind of our debt to society. We're we're you know we're we're paying on today's show. We're doing a community service. Yes, yeah, doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, someone's got to. Yeah, sorry, a little belch there. Gross. Yeah, having a little beer. Uh, so we have here today. We're going to talk about um, uh, this t- today's show is going to be titled "The Far Out Guide to Uncomfortable Social Situations." And everybody, you know, in their lives deals with at least once a day some weird shit that they have to deal with, which there is no kind of set guidebook to how to deal with these situations. Like, no one's come together unless you're like Dear Abby or some kind of social scientist or some boring person who's taking apart uh, facial gestures on Fox News to decide whether the president was lying or not. (laughs) Like, pretty much nobody really... Tells you how to deal with these situations. So I figure that as a group, uh, Buck, you're a very socially appropriate man all the time. Very social awkward, yes. All right. I will, I will add to it, yes. You, like, well, you, you'll, social awkwardness happens to me on a daily, if not hourly basis, yes. Right. Yes. And uh, Adam, I, I feel that, uh, that you can help here, but I think, uh, Adam, the difficulty might be one thing with you, Adam. <laughs> From what I know of Adam. Okay. You, you tend to be a pretty blunt guy. I do? I think so. Hmm. I can remember a couple times, but I, I appreciate that because I, I'm not easily offended. Okay. I'm not saying you offend people, hmm. but, but I think you ask people questions and you're just kind of like in, in an innocuous way of trying to figure out where they are. Straight shooter. Yes. Yeah, straight shooter. Straight shooter. Yeah, straight shooter. Yeah, straight okay, shooter. cool. That's right. No, I, don't, um, I don't look at myself that way, but I, I do admit there's been a string of... Uh, incidences over my life where people call me asshole. Okay. I have no idea why. Now, I wasn't using straight shooter as a euphemism for asshole, which it can be used. Yeah. 
Okay. But I, like, I remember one time I was talking to Adam, and he was like, um, he asked, you asked me, so do, do you read? <laughs> which, I, which I fear is actually a legitimate question to ask people these yeah. days. Like, you're talking about books, and you said, do you read? And I thought, I right. thought I like this guy because no, that's good. That's a good is that, question. Is that a rude thing? To, no, I don't. No, it's not a rude thing, but it's a straight shooter thing because I, it puts somebody ultimately in an awkward position because no one wants to say I don't read. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a moron. Unless they're like the ex president of the United States. Like most people aren't going to go. No, fucking book poison kryptonite. Unfortunately, Todd, I uh, I know quite a few younger generation people, and I heard this quote just uh, recently. I don't read books. I read texts. Yeah. That was the quote. Wow. Yeah. So, and that that is a good question to ask people, especially nowadays. See, yeah. if I didn't read, I wouldn't be ashamed of it. I would think people like, no, I don't read. I'm I don't busy. Read. I, I don't I'm, need. To I read. got a real job or whatever. So right. who cares? But yeah, I think you're right. People do get like, oh, they're supposed to say they read, but I don't know. Some people don't read. Give a shit. Yeah. Well, no. See, I would. I maybe I'm just once again. I see what you're saying. I guess I, I'm thinking that it would be slightly a compromising question to put somebody in it's a potentially face losing situation for the recipient of <laughs> said question i wonder how many times a day i do stuff like that oh, i don't know oh my god i am an asshole <laughs> but no i, I appreciated the good. question good and, uh, and you i think you also once said to me you said do you listen to new music <laughs> Which, i thought yes i do listen to new music and you know but it was and then i thought it was because i'm like 34 now like i'm supposed to be like only zeppelin you know like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like most people yeah. at 34, you're kind of at a crossroads where there's some people that just keep fucking liking music, and some people they're just like, no, they I tune s- out. Yeah, I think most people like the day they graduate college, like their music tastes have been solidified. That's yeah, it. I think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if someone doesn't want to listen to music, they don't have to. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, as yeah. a f- as a fan of music, I you know I'm like, oh, you know, I think it's only really bad if you're a Grateful Dead or Fish fan. And then you graduate college, and that's that's all you've listened to. Well, you know? that, that's something that's been irritating me recently. I was at some like cheesy place, like Bubba Gump or something. Something that the demographic was like thirty-two to forty-two-year-old white people, yeah. and all the music was music that I listened to in college and high school. You know, and yeah. they're like songs I like, so that was even more offensive to it. But like the <laughs> subtext of what they're saying is like, okay, all you assholes, you don't listen to any new music, so here we'll just pummel this down your throat because it's all you your listen demographic. To. Yeah, yeah. We know, we know. And I'm like, hey, what about some new tunes? Yeah, exactly. Is that too much to ask? No, I, I completely agree. Was I, I was at the J.C. Penny Ooh, cool. this weekend. I was doing a little clothes shopping. Nice. Because I'm 34. So <laughs> exactly. Want to get some Hagar slacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with wrinkles at this point in my life. But no, I was sitting there and they had like a, the section where they had like, a, you know, t-shirts, had graphic tees. And I was looking and they had a Beastie Boys shirt in the graphic tees section oh, of the J.C. Penny. Wow. Really? And as somebody who was a Beastie Boys fan who felt that lots of their music was pretty revolutionary, right. and its time is now, it's now being, it's next to... Was it a concert t-shirt of them? No, it was a shirt I own, which made it even worse. Whoa, like like, you own the original and now it's being reprinted at JCPenney? Yeah, it was like a check your head album Uh, cover t-shirt. I know which one. I know which one, yeah. Yeah, It's a good one. Fucking great. And I'm like, what, so I'm just... Like, no, that was, if you own Check Your Head when it came out, you fucking knew your shit. Yeah, right. Cool dude. Because there are the people who are like, oh, I just like License to Ill. I want to hear Girls. And you're like, fuck that. Yeah. I want to hear like the funk jams. That's the whole thing about, you know, all those concert t-shirts being sold at Kohl's or places like that. So that's a thing, huh? Yeah. Really? A lot of kids have Led Zeppelin 1977, (laughs) you know, Stairway to Heaven concert tour shirts. And, you know, they have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah, that but, was uh, kind of weird. Speaking of shirts, um, 
We should have a Charlie Sheen shirt. You know, there should be a Charlie Sheen shirt. We should sell out that guy somehow. Oh, I didn't like think like that, a yeah. Chuck Norris. You know those Chuck Norris shirts that right. come out. Like a Charlie Sheen just winning. Yeah, you know that's oh, all. Dude, it says those are like. probably so made right now. Yeah, but why not hop on the bandwagon? Let's do this. Just go like the, the what is it? The cafe press or whatever. Just put like winning and that's it. Yeah, his face right there, winning. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Buck, you should really do that. Let's exploit him. Make yeah. some money. Yeah. Tell me how it goes. All right. Yeah, that's it's awesome. A, we should we should um, actually put on wife beaters because he does beat women. Yeah, and you have like have a Charlie Sheen official. When you if you're gonna beat your you're wife, you're going ironic on that. Yeah, do it in Sheen gear. Do you think that's gonna end in like a suicide drug overdose? Or do you think he's just being like he's this is like his new thing and he's just doing that as a this is like thing. some kind of walking phoenix type well i don't think he seems smart <laughs> enough to do that yeah, but yeah, yeah he's definitely embracing it like he's aware right. that the winning and all that stuff are like these big memes vatican assassin <laughs> awesome yeah i don't know i think there's a certain amount of lack of self-awareness i mean he knows that he's feeding into it but i don't think he gets the fact that he's just a, he gets the, the joke element but i don't think he is savvy enough because he just joined Twitter after all this shit happened. Someone said, join Twitter. Right. You know, he if he really knew the shit, he would have been on that ahead of time. I think he's actually just a manic depressive who's going through a crazy manic phase. Yeah. Right. And this will all be thrown to him later in a down phase. And he'll go, that was a bad time. Oh, shit. I'm not going to get another show again. I mean, there is an element of like the William Hung or was that the American Idol Asian yeah. kid? Yeah. There's an element of that why people are getting excited. But like, you f- I feel like if he like walked on the street, people would like cheer him and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there, it's definitely that. Yeah, well, I'm hoping for suicide. Yeah. <laughs> it would really put it through. It would make everybody look inwardly at themselves for a so, moment. Yeah. No one's asking Emilio, though. Yeah, no, I know. No, no one's saying, Emilio, what's up with your brother, you know? Well, but, no one's asked anyone who knows him, like, would they say, like, does he always act like this? Because, like, he fired his publicist, so he's like this all the mm-hmm. time right now. But, like, I mean, if that's, like, his, his shtick, or is he on some horrible, like, manic depressive ride, like you're saying? I, I think he's just taking a crazy, like, my brain's fucked up ride mm-hmm. into abject narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> narcissism. Yeah. Narcissism. <laughs> narcissism. All right, so we got narcissism. a topic here. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get no back need on. to apologize. I'm so sorry. There's no apologies in this room. <laughs> this is a room of no judgment and gardening supplies. That's <laughs> what happens here. Big American so, flag. So first of all, first thing I like to uncover is everybody deals with this one. It's a dudes at a urinal. Oh, yep, been there. So well, the, first of all, what comes to mind first of all is going to Dodger Stadium. Of and you have the hangoff trough. The trough. Yeah. yeah. Which, which you've got uh, you got piss splash to the left, piss splash to the right. The uncomfortable thing of like a kid next to you, Ooh. and you're, you're peeing, your dick is like eye eye level high <laughs> to the kid. Well, I mean, as a kid, you had to go there, you know, and, and you were you forced had to, be to have like level. two right. dicks like right, right yeah. next you to you, and you did the thing where your pants go to your ankles for some reason. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think once it. you've gone, because I don't know how it is at other stadiums, you know, we're just Dodger fans, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that's all we've experienced is. Dick in the face. Yeah. yeah but uh, <laughs> but uh, I think once you've been through such a traumatic episode like that, I think anything is, you know, anything is cool after that point. You yeah. Know? After a Dodger Stadium trough, it's pretty much you can piss anywhere. I think you really can. And th- there's the moment actually where you, the, the trough comes into view and say you're with a buddy. And you go towards the trough and say your buddy makes a beeline over to the, uh, the, the stall. The stall. Yeah. Now, you don't want to judge the guy, but I don't pussy. want to be the guy going to the stall. No, it's pussy. I want to like, it's kind of it's kind of a pussy move, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. But you don't want to call the guy and be like, really? 
We all <laughs> we all hung here. Like I'm not into showering with dudes. Like that's not my. Thing. I don't go to the YMCA and like right. you know I'm not not into that public nudity thing. But right. I think it's an acceptable public nudity of going to the trough and being like you know you don't want to stand next to your buddy like you you no. want him to go to the other side of the room there. We all realize it's an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, and that's why you know it's part of, it's part of a community of uncomfortableness. You know, mm-hmm. so you just keep your eyes forward. You know, that's what you do. Right. You, you, you just keep forward, keep on the stream, and that's all. Keep you're, your head in the game. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, exactly. And so the social faux pas in that situation is to look down, look to your left, sure. look to your right. Sure. No. Of course. Uh, one, one funny thing I once experienced is the guys who deflate the situation, the socially awkward situation, mm. I, 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 I kind of consider those people part of my tribe. Mm. <laughs> you know, when someone deflates the uncomfortable situation, you go... I like you. Right. You're right. all right. Like, I was one time, I was uh, I was at a club. You shouldn't say that at the trough, though. Right, go ahead. You're part of my tribe. <laughs> hey, I like you. I like you. <laughs> part of my tribe. We have the same markings. <laughs> but the guy the guy next to me... Uh, While you're looking downward, yes. I was, I was peeing. Now, this wasn't a trough. It was a urinal. But it was one of the weird urinals, which is not the wall urinal, but the little kind of cup thing that comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, hmm. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting there silently peeing. And the guy goes, this water's cold. Right. And I was like, yeah, and it's deep, too. We had a little laugh. Washed oh, nice. our hands. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little silent moment, but that was an effective way, because you're not supposed to talk to another dude while peeing. But it was yeah. an effective way which a conversation was initiated. Human contact was made. We both discovered the other guy was rad. Right. And uh, pressed on. You know, I always hate those uh, those urinals that have like a bunch of ice in there. You know, that melts. Like, I was gonna say, I love the ice. I, was, I cannot help but picture like having that ice and like drinking it. <laughs> it just grosses me out the whole time. It's like a sport for me to it's make, fun to make the though. ice melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a sport. You know, it's like one of those like a documentaries with the film sped up and watching it melt so quickly. Re- real time. Yeah. 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 But uh, I love the ice, but I hate the. Uh, the conscious ones that don't have any ice or anything like that. You can't flush them or anything mm. like that. And they have a bee on them. Uh, <laughs> a bee? Uh, yeah, a bee. It's like, like a some, stinging bee? Yeah, it's like uh, some type of company that makes them. And uh, there's no water required or anything like that. Huh. It's totally environmental friendly. Yeah, you know? stupid. But uh, I hate those. Yeah. Yeah. I love the ice. I love the waste. And mm. I love to piss on the ice. Yeah. Yeah, I like to piss on the ice, too. I, sometimes yeah. when I'm peeing on the ice, I wish I had more piss. Yeah, just like, keep it going. I'm, I'm like, oh man, I had, I was almost done. I almost wasted that piece of ice right there, and I was not able to finish it off. Mm. I'm like, I will be back. Then you reload, yeah. I will be back <laughs> with more. So uh, next thing, um, always uncomfortable. Um, public situation. Let's say we're at a, let's say we're at a baseball game. Okay. And you and say your significant other or whatever or a buddy are walking one way. Person coming the other way with a glaring physical deformity, mm-hmm. or someone mm-hmm. who's like wildly morbidly obese that, 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 that's walking in your direction, or burn victim, uh. or just something where you're kind of taken out for a moment. And you go, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah. And I think the rule is when you're with the, another person, you're not supposed to say. You're not supposed to comment on the person's like. This, maybe this is an internal thing. No. Like no. you're with your buddy and you just kind of you, you just walk past. Mm. Like, but then there's some people. It's like, oh, get a load of that guy. Right. Well, two ears. <laughs> we all have two ears. He had one, but wow. he can't hear well. You know, there's that right. guy who has to fucking make a comment or uh, well, he shouldn't have a cheeseburger tonight. Right. Or uh, a little little too close to the fireplace there, Sonny. No, or, you know, just. Guy Jesus Christ! Yeah, or did you did you, you see evil. that? You know, someone's like, did you see that person? 
But there's always those people, like Sarah has a friend who's like that. Like we went out to like the OC street fair and every time there was somebody kind of out of the norm that walked near us, you'd be like, oh, Cheryl. You're like, dude, come it's on. Like I, it's like eye candy for him. Yeah. Loves it. Yeah. I don't get that. And I'm like, yeah. dude, really? Like that guy deals with enough shit. Like don't look at him. Yeah. I think if you can think of something like funny enough, it's okay. But like, <laughs> if it's most like time, really bad. Yeah. If it's a good line or something, it'd be good. But, or you like, sometimes I'll do that and I'll just like, you know, try to be like a philosophical, but I'm like, I don't understand how you could get, but I just really want to talk about it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people want to talk about it because now there's obviously between you and the dude you're standing with, there's the fact that there's somebody out of the norm walking right. by that you have to deflate it or mention it. Yeah. Cause now it's, now it's there. I, I just think if it's a handicap of some kind, that's rude. But if it's like some kind of glaring facial hair, like if some <laughs> chick has a mustache, yeah, right. Uh, no holds barred. You know, just be like, oh, shit, what is that? You know? Uh, and I think that morbidly obese are still a uh, fair game. Yeah. You think that's yeah. cool? Yeah, I think that's yeah, fine. Right. Yeah. yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think yeah. if, I've, if I've been, like, shopping and seen somebody in a rascal that's, like, yeah. 700 pounds. Yeah, I was pounds. just going to say, if you're morbidly obese and in some kind of, you know, oh, yeah, you gotta be motorized like a vehicle, or something, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. I'm not talking, I mean, there's not a lot of funny <laughs> things to say, but, I mean, I, I think it's okay to talk about it. Like, you know, a person's kind of a, a little bit on the heavy side. <laughs> maybe they should have walked right yeah there you go there you go uh let's Good see uh, uh airplanes oh no don't get me started <laughs> the, what's the deal <laughs> with airplane peanuts yeah, exactly. <laughs> no but okay when you were when you're sitting on a plane um lots of times you're, you're sitting next to somebody if it's just you maybe you're on a work trip or um you're flying alone somewhere mm. and you're sitting next to the person are you guys the type of people that talk to the person next oh, to you, or I, you outwardly try to avoid the conversation? I engage. Yeah. 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 So I don't like to sit next to someone for a period of time and not, you know, make some kind of, you know, acknowledgement of their presence. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be that way, but just that whole neck thing, you got to turn and look at them. Yeah. Like, that, that's too much. Sometimes I'll do, like, the, I'm staring straight ahead and talking to him, but I feel kind of like a psychopath doing that, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little mean? weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like the baby's crying. I don't know what it wants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't read facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The, I, I got into a really weird one one time where I was flying. It was like a six-hour flight somewhere. And I was sitting next to this girl, and this woman from, like, Brazil. She was, like, 40 or something. Nice ass. And just she, she was sitting. I don't know. No, she wasn't like, it wasn't like Shakira. <laughs> it was like, you know, some mother or something. Mm. And I was sitting there with her and I realized, I, I started conversing with her shit very broken English. So I, I said something in Spanish. Ooh. Worst fucking thing I ever could have done. I was going to say. Floodgates. Well, yeah. Because now six hour flight, she's talking to me in Spanish. Uh, and my uh, Spanish isn't that good. Hey. And I keep trying to back off it. Like... <laughs> go back to English, comes back in Spanish. Exactly. Just keeps, and now it's like I'm doing mental gymnastics mm. and really working overtime and burning a lot of mental calories in order to keep a really, uh, not a very beneficial conversation going on because my Spanish, it's like I'm not going to discuss, you know, right. fucking global warming in Espanol. Yeah. I could say, you know, it's a very far flight we have. The food was decent. <laughs> Look at that view outside of the window. Where's I, the bathroom? I liked yeah. your country, yes. Yes, I've been there. <laughs> uh, I've, See? No, I, I've been where kind of in the same hemisphere as your country. <laughs> and you're going to tell me why your country is different from those people? I'm sorry. In Brazil, they speak Portuguese, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was very ignorant saying C. Yeah, that's why, again, throwing the Spanish around was very difficult. <laughs> Kept thinking. I didn't even realize that, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I mean, that was that. Well, I'll never do that again. No, you know. But I, I, <clears throat> I feel like you, I do. You do have to have an initial acknowledgement, unless like the person's like some wildly attractive girl you're sitting next yeah. to, and like, oh my god, I get to have this weird cheating moment that isn't cheating. Right. I get to forge this six-hour courtship. Yeah. It, if that did happen, you'd jump on that. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm a taken man, so I wouldn't do that. But I would Facebook stock. Well, it's not <laughs> cheating that high up in the yeah, air. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. like. Can't, you're not on the ground. Can't screw yeah. her unless you're going in the lavatory, not mm. the restroom, the lavatory. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm getting an erection at this point that high in the air, probably 34 is middle. It's dangerous. Yeah, smoked a lot. It's risky for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I could How never, old are you? I, like I could never get yeah. an erection in Colorado now if you put me there. <laughs> I'd, be like, Fuck. I'd pass out. <laughs> It's the Shopper's Paradise at Paul's Boutique, Sovereign 58 Linden Boulevard, between Utica Avenue and East 51st Street in Brooklyn, specializing in Italian and European collection of men's clothing, especially silk, linen, and cotton shirts, sweaters, suits, tailored pants, and imported shoes. The best in men's clothing. Call Paul's Boutique at Archer Genesis. The number is 718 1043. That's Paul's Boutique and they're in Britain. Far Out Podcast is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, and Palm Pre. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Go to stitcher.com and download it free today. Are you a cowboy? Do you have chaps? Mantuan's Fashion Warehouse now does assless chap conversion alterations. For an extra 20% off, remember to tell them Buck Perez sent you. Moo moo, buckaroo. Uh, next thing, uh, first date conversations. I know this might be a tired podcast kind of thing, but they're, they're definite do's and don'ts. Now, Buck, what was the last first date you have? Because I know you're a single man. Hmm. Uh, Any, anything awkward happen? No, not too much, you know. I uh, didn't take... One thing I don't do is take uh, females, especially dates, to places I frequent, like my local sushi place. Won't take them there. Why? You know? Because I like that place. And uh, I, <laughs> I don't want them going there after, you know, after I've or, oh, or broken up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think ahead now. You think know? I'm somewhere neutral? Yes, exactly. Places, I don't, can, places I don't go that's to. That's kind of a dangerous move then because you don't know if the place you take it to is going to suck or not, right? Yeah, well, we Damn, t- you're a dangerous You take man. that risk. You wow. take that risk. But anyway. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, what was it about conversation? Yeah, it was just first date conversation. Like, obviously, the faux pas on a first date is it makes yeah, it... Past, past relationships. Yeah. Past like relationships. That. Yeah, bullshit like that, yeah. You don't want to do that. Um, don't want to talk about your kids. <laughs> That's right, Adam. That's <laughs> <laughs> always weird, but like, it's always the weird thing where there's the dude who doesn't really take care of his kids and like, <laughs> has no relationships. Like, yeah, I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're in good good hands. Just barely matching. They're fine. Yeah. yeah checks cashed but there, there are some uncomfortable conversational moments I, i've had with uh with with women yeah um i found it well, once again the, the the past relationship they're trying to use you as some kind of emotional tampon in the situation like you know you're not like i once had a girl say to me you're not like george really and then later on like you're kind of like george when you say that <laughs> <laughs> and you're like okay odd yeah and, and yeah, so th- that's always a weird one. Well, do you, Buck, do you do the um, internet dating? 
sites. No, no I it's not really anymore, dude. It's okay. Yeah, I, don't, I think the stigma is gone. Oh, really? Yeah, I can. Uh, You're free to do it. You, you go for I it. can eHarmony. Yeah, is that what's going on? Okay, Cupid, or uh, I know lots of guys in plentyoffish.com. I, don't know, I, I just Cupid. never uh, J date. I don't yeah. J date. I've never uh, only Perez on J date. Exactly. I'll be on there. I've never uh, stooped to those. The level. No, no, it's yeah, not, I worked. No, I worked in online stupid. dating for quite some time. I'm it's sorry, uh, it's child. cool. Responsible people. I worked there. You worked at JDate. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I worked at JDate. I was a head writer for JDate.com. Yes. Oh, my. what do you what do you write? Like, uh, welcome to JDate.com. The entire site, all the emails, all their travel shit, all oh. their you know, right. anything with words on it on JDate. Lots I of bad spent Jewish too much time. On he wrote Yiddish. <laughs> no, we actually had a newsletter called the Yid Dish. <laughs> that's good I like awesome. that yeah. that's hey look at this house alright this, this, the, the, the this is Yiddish money this is Yiddish money all around <laughs> awesome. this place hard to get by wow. the way mm. anyway um, uh, also um, I, uh, another awkward uh, uh, social uh, situation is when you're with the, the girl you're with and you run into an ex somewhere in public no no, no that's always bad you guys ever do that Mm, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, <How> was it? <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. Oh well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've just kind of run into girls that I hooked up with. I was, was, I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Yeah. Like, not not any exes that were bad, but just like yeah. girls that I've, you know known in the past. And... I went to a string of weddings where I'd hooked up with the bride, and that was cool. <laughs> oh, nice. I liked it. I, it gives me a little sense of power over one there because everyone's wow. like, "Look how beautiful she looks." Like, yeah, anyone her boobs yeah. feel like too. <laughs> Squishy. Yeah. I had that yeah, when it was thinner. <laughs> yeah, right. Thinner, younger, more that, fertile. That ass was tight. <laughs> those, those, those eggs were new. Are you talking shit in the church? No, I, yeah, I got awesome. to play like I'm a grown man, you know, like, oh, beautiful, you know, and I'm teared up. But, yeah, but you always right. wonder, like, did she tell the groom or not? And it's pretty cool. Of course oh, and not. you're talking to that dude, and that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, have fun, fun tonight, because <laughs> I know how fun it can be. Yeah, or how unfun. Yeah, right. I was once with... Uh, my fiance, nice. when, when we first started dating many years ago, and there's the girl actually talked about George all the time. <laughs> it was I ran we ran into her on Melrose, wow. and uh, she, she was a design she was a fashion designer that uh, she she like knew famous people and shit, so she was Ooh. always fun. But um, she's kind of creepy though. Speak one more. Good taste, good taste in music, though. Nice. Uh, but so anyway, me and me and Sarah are are sitting in in this restaurant, and I I, I took Sarah to this restaurant because that girl had taken me, <laughs> and I liked it. Oh my nice. god, that just like yeah. what you avoided. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, so it's if, a good good plan. She should have followed your advice. That's what I'm saying. She fucked up. Good old Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sarah and I are are, are walking in, we're walking out of getting dinner at this place, and um, suddenly Kelly walks in and sees me with. A girl who's more attractive than Kelly. Got to be honest. <laughs> nice. Kelly had quite a brain on her. I appreciated that. <laughs> you were stepping up. You moved up. I think I might have. I yeah, think I might have. She saw that. And so, but the, the weird thing was I immediately like got real awkward because I'm holding Sarah's hand. Oh, no. We're newly daters. And then I see Kelly walk in and I look at her and we lock eyes and then I immediately drop Sarah's hand. Oh, that's oh no. Move. That's not good. Yeah. Oh, but I didn't drop her hand. To make Sarah feel better, no, I like I, I just want to make this girl feel bad because right. I dumped her like three months before. Right, you'd be like, oh, look at oh, right. younger than you. you know? <laughs> look at that ass. You know, right. you don't, you don't, you don't have this moment. And so she's like, "Hey, Todd," and I was like, 
Hey, that's what you always say, my friend. So uh, oh, you kept doing it. Yeah. At that point, it wasn't a girlfriend. It was like my buddy Sarah. Yeah, it's, it's this dude. <laughs> yeah, it's my homie. My my roll dog. Uh, you guys ever? Uh, th- th- this is a an obvious one. Is the forgetting of someone's name? Oh, big time. Yep. Everybody does that, and here's the thing I don't like about that. Everybody go, always goes, well, you know, I'm bad at names. But everybody always thinks they're bad at names, right? right. Like, every, that's everybody's excuse why I'm really bad at names. No one's really good at names, yeah. Yeah, well, no, well yeah. nobody's good enough to reach a level of social satisfaction. Yeah. Or, you know what, it's probably like, I just you know forgot what? your name because either A, I met you when you were drunk, or B, you didn't make that big of an impression on right. me the first time I met you. You know what, I'm going to put that on my resume. Good with names. <laughs> Your special skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good one of my names. objectives is to get good at names. Right. I can't put it on the resume. I always like the uh, when you meet someone and you're like, oh, good to meet you. And they give you the old, uh, yeah, I've met you like five times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's, that's actually my favorite, yeah. See, with, with me, it's I do have a real bad thing with names because my name is pretty easy. You, also, you, don't, uh, you don't meet too many bucks. No. Yes, yes, I also, yes. <laughs> but uh, you don't meet too many bucks, right. so everyone immediately remembers, oh, it's Buck. Right. You know, and I'm like, right. yeah, I don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea bad. who this person is. Yeah, so right. It's it's really bad. But like when, I actually, when people... Do you know what I'm saying, Adam? <laughs> yes, Do you Buck. know what I'm saying? Yes, all right. Buck. I honestly don't know. Is that is that your real name? Like your birth certificate name? No. Nah. Oh. My real name is Brian... Oh. Brian Juan Perez. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Perez. Oh, yes. Mexican and Irish, yeah. Numbers just went up in certain parts of LA County. You can say <laughs> Perez. That's going to be a huge bump for us. That's right. <laughs> Buck is actually the biggest Hispanic in podcasting. <laughs> Buck is half Hispanic and the only half Hispanic with a podcast. That's wow. right. That's good. Now, I, I always, I, you know, when someone goes, you're like, hey, how's it going, Jim? And they're like, hey, you. Right. Yeah. Like, Dude, don't, don't, don't give me the fucking hey, you. <laughs> yeah. like, I think at this point in my life, I just go, Met you last time I was drunk, totally forgot. Right. And I, I try to do that one up front because I, 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 I hate the hey you. Like, uh, just, just be, be up front with me. Say, fucking forgot. I don't know. Understandable. But I, but I throw out the drunk thing saying, hey, my fault. Yeah. It's not that you suck. It's just. Yeah, I, I do the Weasley thing. I'm like, oh, this is Claire. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. What was your name? And then he'll like, oh, it's Buck. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's stupid. That's yeah, my yeah, job. Yeah, that was Buck. <laughs> or you, you do the kind of, you're with your woman. And yeah. it's like me and Sarah and say, it's, it's Adam. And I'm like. Uh, hey, how's it going, buddy? And like, hey, what's up, Todd? And I'm like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Sarah says, then Sarah says the name, and then I repeat it. Yeah. But, right. but I give a, like a right. little weird, nebulous, atonal. Uh, Just kinda. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. That's a Felbin, yes. Uh, so what else we got? Oh, another weird thing is uh, to hug or not to hug. Oh, mm. I had that one with my cousin just now. He was he was staying yeah. with me for two days. I get up. I think we're doing the hug, but we're not really doing this. So it's like the handshake and like the half kind of thing. But you'd think right. it was a male cousin, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, second, that was very awkward. Is second it, cousin we, would be odd. But are we first, talking about like full hug? Like just two arms? Because I do the kind of one hand, you pull it pull yeah. and just pat on the back. That's a good one. Yeah, that's exactly. a good one. See, that's what I tried, but it even came quick. off super awkward because he didn't do it back. So he's I'm just like, like, I'm just one hand slapping him on the back. And he's just standing there right when <laughs> to finish. <laughs> Yeah, it's always weird. It's always yeah. like you don't know. Like I always, I always tend to think with most women, if I've at least met them three times, yeah. then I immediately go in for the hug. Right, dudes, you know, like the worst thing with a woman too is if you do a one hand hug. Oh, they don't like that. <laughs> one time I, I did a one hand hug and uh, I never heard. I've that. never figured out the whole when you kiss on the cheek or not. Like I'll go in for the hug and then I'll see that she turned her cheek, but it's like too late. So 
I never know when to You're kiss kind of screwed, her face. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's weird. I don't yeah. know too many women that kiss me on the cheek. Well, no, they expect you to kiss them on the cheek. Oh, you get that where she kind of like sticks her her cheek to the side, and then I feel that the cheek is too intimate, so I go to the neck, <laughs> which is like a rapist move. Just whisper in her ear. Yeah. I should just put my finger in her butthole like the same time. <laughs> and this is who? Yeah. <laughs> it's some chick. I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm a I'm an affectionate person. I'll be honest. I'm oh, the kind yes. I'm, a, I'm a huggy, kissy kind of person. Like I, I'm I'm like everybody. And the, one of the weird things is my fiance's father. Mm-mm. We have a weird dance we do. Because I never know how I'm going to do Some days, you know, a couple glasses of wine on Thanksgiving, bear hug. Really? Sometimes we just go to go see her, her mother at the Alzheimer's joint. And, uh, you know, it's just a little handshake. Sometimes it's a nothing. Like, it's just, but I think he's giving me free reign. He looks to me for the cue on this one. <laughs> right. You control it nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like when I was a kid, my dad would give me a, a kiss on the lips. That was appropriate. But then suddenly at what? a certain age, it was weird. I always, uh, I always liked a hug or something better because, as we've talked about before, I had profusely sweaty hands my <laughs> my whole life. So really, especially with male, um, you know, relatives, I'd prefer to hug. Like Buck, Buck has and, like balls of skin on his hands. He yeah. sweats so much. And, and so, like you know, it'd always be awkward because if I did have to shake the hand, it'd always be like, shit right after. Oh. You know, they, they'd be. Do you still have know, that problem? Uh, not as bad as I used to. As you can see, they're they're not clammy oh. or sweaty yeah, right they now. Try. Yeah, I can. I can get away with saying the Our Father yeah. in Mass right now. <laughs> you can put some something stamps on that thing without getting them ruined. <laughs> something I couldn't do as a kid, yes. Uh, Are we, but we this got, is only through um, nonstop uh, application of degree and secret yeah. on my hands. Seriously? You put deodorant on your yes, hands? just to keep them this dry. Well, I thought deodorant would just dealt with the smell. I didn't think it kept them dry. Well, it's working. And he puts antiperspirant. <laughs> Is the antiperspirant that keeps you from swelling? I think so, yeah. It's got a little <laughs> different chemical funk. It disables some shit. Or at yeah. least it confuses some things. I just prefer secret. This is what it is. Strong enough for a man? That's right. Strong enough for Buck? It's strong enough for those lesbian chicks. All right. <laughs> All right we, got, we got two more here on the list. Uh, the next one is uh, death of a pet or a loved one. Oh. Now, I've been testing both of you on this one because uh, <laughs> I recently I had... Um, my tortoise, Mr. Bentley, pass away. Oh, it's sad. Huh? And, and I, I, but but it's this weird thing where like I, I felt bummed out because I was my little my little homie and I was so, emotionally attached to this little guy. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he was a huge stud. Yeah. And but then everybody now reacts to you differently. Like, oh well, you know. And uh, I, on Facebook, I put it up there. My buddy Oscar, who's been on the show many times, wrote something which was almost a fuck you, and he wrote. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Oh. And I was like, like, are you like the HR department at like a major <laughs> yeah. corporation writing this shit? Like, I'm going to write the most non-committal thing in the world. Yeah. You know, but when somebody's like uh, loved one or pet dies, that's always a weird conversation. Especially if it's someone you don't know. And it's like, hey, hey uh, how, you know, how, how's your dad? Adam, oh, he died last week. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm sorry. All right. And there's no, there's no way to really, I feel socially you know because well, even if you don't know the person you're not you don't sometimes you're not really like one thing feeling anything but you feel sorry for the person with oscar's thing did he put his name because usually when i want to drive it home that i'm really emotional oh. I'll, I'll include <laughs> my name in the text or message that i'm sending on you know? a facebook comment yes i apologize for your loss and it says buck perez buck. and it says that no no just put my name yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly dated and everything make it official <laughs> not just you know? like b which is kind of cryptic <laughs> no <laughs> But, you know, just make it personal. 
I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think it, it's the first time someone posted that one of their friends or parents died on Facebook, it seemed like the strangest thing to me. But now right. it's really pretty common. No. But I've yeah. never posted on someone's Facebook. It still seems inappropriate. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I think for a turtle, it's okay. It's, I mean, I think yeah. it's very sad, but I think it's okay to engage in that way. But like a parent, I, is it really, you know, to you know, do like or whatever on there? It seems pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I wouldn't post that. Like, if, if a parent or a yeah. loved one died on Facebook, I would save everybody the social... Yeah. weirdness of that and recently I found out a, a buddy of ours his uh, is very sad actually oh. bum everybody out towards the end of the show good. Uh, mm-hmm. a buddy of ours um, and his, his, his girlfriend for like seven years they had recently just broken up was murdered by her father in a double murder suicide right yeah. Yeah. that's a tough one yeah. Yeah. found out about it on Facebook he found out about it on Facebook? I found out oh, about it. that's not as bad as what I right. thought you were saying, but that's still pretty bad. So hmm. I did, But no one on the Facebook was writing, this was like the passive thing, where nobody said such and such person died. It was just a whole bunch of like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Right. Oh, yeah. right. And you're like, what's going on? What the fuck happened? You don't know if like her car was stolen or whatever, or right. his car was stolen, right? No, like just strangled to death or whatever. Went to the funeral, it was terrible. But it was like a really awkward situation. So then, you know, had to help my buddy through this situation, but it's like, you know, what do you say? How do you do it? And, no. and, and I think I came up with an answer to this. Oh. You just fucking do something. Uh, yeah, the effort. Yeah, just fucking put in an effort. Like, I uh, held the candle at a vigil, and then I called the guy said, hey, I'm taking you out to a movie. Yeah. Not a good time for you to be drinking. Take you out to a movie, whatever you want to see. I'll pick you up. We'll have a good time. Get your mind off it. Done and done. Didn't even talk about the death. We yeah. just had a good time. Saw a shitty movie, Green Hornet, and moved on from it. I think it's good to stay away from super cliches like, oh, if there's anything I can do for you. Because they're, they're not going to sit there and list things that you can do for them. I, you know, I mean, like, oh, could you send me 50 bucks? I'm short. You know, like, I think what you did is probably like, hey, we're going to a movie. That's it. Yeah. Right. yeah. You, you can't. And then also, you don't give them an out. I'm taking you to a fucking movie or right. I'm taking you to dinner. Or, or I'm, you know, sometimes dudes will be like, I'm going to get you fucked up tonight. No. Get you drunk. Do what you need to do. I'll drop you off at home later. Yeah. Do you guys, do you know anyone? Are you friends with anyone that have, has died on Facebook? On MySpace, I've been, well, with the girl that got murdered was a friend of mine. So she was on Facebook. Yeah. So yeah. what happens to their page when someone dies? I well, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is in terms of dealing with the Facebook management, but I think if Facebook finds out and there's some kind of credible way that you call in or email customer support, what they do is they f- kind of freeze it. But I mean, you, I assume you've been to her page. Uh, oh actually, no. I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to. Really? Because I wonder. Because yeah, I know MySpace would turn into like this virtual kind of tombstone type of thing. So I don't know. Like, I assume with Facebook, like, with on MySpace, I remember checking out, like, someone would die, and, like, three months later, it's like, oh, you should have been in Miss Smith's class today. We had the worst English test. Like, people kept up, like, this dialogue with the person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what's going on with Facebook. It's crazy. I've seen that on on MySpace. There's a buddy of mine, Big Mike, died, and that was going on. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Finally. Can you end on a funnier one? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You guys ever, like, diss something, not knowing the person or not knowing what they're into, and just, like, slick, like diss something they really love right to their face and not know it? Like, uh, one time I was sitting with my old, uh, my old, my old girlfriend, a gal named Michelle. She's an old, uh, old USC chick. Really? Friends with Brian Bishop and all those folks. Michelle, oh, you tell me her last name later? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's uh, half Thai. She was cute. Oh. And uh, anyway, so... I was hanging out with her, and there was a buddy of ours that uh, was in the band right before Buck, a guy named Matt Pressler. 
And uh, Matt was a good guy, but I didn't realize I was I was dissing no fear shirts. And I was like, <laughs> I was like a bunch of fucking jock idiots wearing no fear shirts. Second place is the first loser. Like that shit's stupid. And then I looked at my buddy who was wearing a no fear shirt, and Ooh, I was nice. like, nice. Oh yeah. And he turned around. and was like, Hey. And I was like, Whew. And you either have that moment where you go, Nah, no, not you though, or you just go, <laughs> No, nah, you caught me. <laughs> that, that version of the no fear shirt. That's a good one. Yours yeah. is funny. The baseball one. Love it. <laughs> now today I was uh, at my friend's pad. Okay. And uh, there was this very interesting gentleman. I don't think I'll ever meet him again, so I don't mind talking smack about him on the Nice. Night. Please and, do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do you remember his name? No. Bad with names again. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway this guy, seriously, you know, we were having some fun. Nice. Like that. And uh, this, guy, that this guy was probably, probably just like a Jerry Garcia, like, throwaway type of hippie dude you know what i'm saying he fit that stereotype random hippie he was an old older kind of hippie dude dirty hippie <laughs> wearing a hawaiian hawaiian t-shirt hippie in a hawaiian shirt yeah, exactly kind of a weirdo so one of the things he uh immediately did or that i noticed immediately did was uh he called everyone jimmy <laughs> <laughs> me and me and my friend who were there are both named brian I am Brian Perez. He is Brian Chapman. And, and we uh, are two Brian's right here. Yeah, and, but uh, oh, yeah, Brian but Brian. there was no Jimmy in the room. Yet he kept referring to Jimmy. Kept calling Brian Jimmy. Oh. Hey Jimmy, come on, you know. And it was really weird. Would he like, call you Jimmy as well? Uh, he kept saying like, we're, like Jimmy, give we're me Jimmy's playing, We were playing Xbox and we we're playing some kind of boxing match. And one time I got knocked down and he was like, "Oh, come on, Jimmy!" Like that. <laughs> and I seriously did type of like I seriously stopped playing and looked at him like. You're not talking to me, are you? Like, my name is not Jimmy, motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> two of my friends showed up. John Young. Yeah. John, oh, yeah. John, John Youngblood's been on the show. So they uh, nice. they showed up, and uh, I was warning them, because this guy's fucking nuts. You know, <laughs> I'm warning them before he, they get in there. I'm like, all right, dude. So my friend, this is my buddy's pad, Brian Chapman. But the guy who's up there, I don't know who the fuck he is. And all I know is he keeps calling me Jimmy. And this dude's <laughs> fucking nuts. I can't vouch for him. And so we're walking around when I'm telling this, walking around to his pad. And as soon as we make the corner, as soon as I say, yeah, the dude's fucking nuts. I look up and Jimmy, or whoever the fuck his name is, <laughs> is standing right there waiting, you know, letting us in the door. Right. And I know this motherfucker heard me. You know, uh, I know he heard me talk uh, shit. I know, I know. You just faced him, right? Yes, I fucking dissed him. So, yes, it was a very awkward, I think, an hour, hour and a half chill after that. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, Jimmy is like a racial slur for like... Come on, Jimmy. English, English people on Indians. Oh, oh mate, he's fucking... Jimmy's walked in the fucking place. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I know some hardcore Brits. And yeah, they exactly. Just, fucking Jimmy's. I was getting... It's like, hey, more fucking curry, Jimmy. <laughs> that's what they said so it's Indian people that's what that's that's them that's not me I don't know where that comes from I don't know mm. I don't know well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today thank you Jimmy I'd like to thank Buck Perez oh thank you I'd like to thank Adam Albright Hannah thank you for sitting in today and doing a good job 